from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, number one best-selling author of the fabulous book, uh, own your past, change your future. I was trying to remember it there for a second. Breaking me down. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Let's start with Nick in Sacramento this hour. Hey, Nick, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, such an honor to talk to you. Um, we actually came and did our debt-free screen back in uh, 2017, and uh, you've definitely changed our life, so thank you. Well, thank you. You changed your life. We just showed you how. Proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I just found out on Monday that I am being laid off as of next Friday. Awesome. And yeah. Um, so we only have our mortgage, obviously, because we're debt free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting uh, 12 weeks of severance. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. good. Yes. Um, and I've been with the company 19 years. Mm. So I was just. I had transferred out to California from Buffalo seven years ago, and the guy that had recruited me here, he um, is in a different state. He's out in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and he's asked me if I want to move out there for a position. Fun. And I'm trying to decide if it's a good move. I'm a manager and sales, so it would be a sales position. So what do you you make now? 77. Cool. So how much more is he going to pay you in Colorado? Uh, he said his lowest paid employee makes commission of about 110, and I'm more. I'm. They're not half the salesperson I am. So you're going to be sales or sales manager? Sales. Okay. All right. And does he have a base? No, there is no base. Mm-hmm. Is it selling the same kind of thing you're selling now? No, it's a totally different product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What part of Colorado? Denver. Okay. Well, Denver's a great city. Um, yeah, it is. And we have family there. We have a brother there, but mm-hmm. um, we had moved here because my wife's parents and sister and all the rest of the family is here. Mm-hmm. How, how long is it going to take you to get a book of business up and going? Is, is he going to hand you a client list or is he going to just point you to the door and say, go get them? Yeah, the leads are generated. So how so, so I, yeah, how long how long before you start making money, dude? Um, it would be eight weeks of training, he said, and then I'd be pretty much on my own. Eight weeks of training with no pay? No, eight weeks of training um, with eight hundred dollars a week. So they have a training pay. Okay. All right. What are you selling? What would be you be selling in Denver? Uh, HVAC. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, there's nothing here that sounds bad except the straight commission part and the part where, uh, you go out with the first girl that says you look good right after your divorce. That's why I wouldn't do it. That's just me. You You wouldn't do it? 19 years and you got kicked in the teeth and the first guy, first person that looks at you and says you're handsome, you go running. That scares me. Okay. 
so I'm, I want you to do some more shopping, comparative shopping as to what you're worth in the marketplace. I'm guessing the reason I said awesome is when you've been in a job 19 years, it's it's not unusual at all for you to get a job making more when you leave there. You have 12 weeks to do that and end up with a net signing bonus because your severance turns into a signing bonus if you go ahead and get employed now. And they laid you off last Friday with no notice. Uh, they laid me off uh, Monday, and I'm employed until next Friday. Oh, okay. Okay. So two weeks notice. Yep. So I'll get my 12-week severance, five weeks of owed vacation time, plus these two weeks that I'm working. Okay. All right. So the the equivalent of, nine, of 18 weeks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's a lot of time for you to land on your feet making more than you used to make. If you want to leave Sacramento, it doesn't sound like you're tied up there or anything. And Denver's fine. I'm not down on Denver. And I don't necessarily hate the job. It's just that you haven't really looked at anything else. And I think you you take a week or two here and just see what you're worth in the marketplace. You might be really pleasantly surprised that somebody offers you a hundred and a quarter base with an upside of 200. That'd be pretty cool. And that would be awesome. Do do the you're worth more than just following a job around. And what I mean by that is take a minute and you've been doing the same thing for two decades. Take a minute just to say, hey, what do I want my life to look like in five or ten years? Where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? What's your are you married, you said? Yes, I am. What what's she saying about all this? Um she is very confused and because she's a teacher and she's credentialed, but she has to clear a credential, and that's California, and then have to transfer everything to Colorado. It would be a hassle. Well, so, transfer it anywhere would be a hassle. Yeah, but maybe the conversation yeah. is sitting down with her and saying, okay, you and I, we have a magic moment. Somebody pushed us off a cliff. Not great, but we have a long, uh, nice parachute before we hit the ground. What do we want to do? Do you want to stay in California? She might tell you, I really want to stay here. Um but it's hard when a husband just got just got his legs knocked out from under him. He comes home and says, all right, I found a new job. Pack it up. We're going to Colorado. It's hard for somebody to put up a roadblock in that in that scenario, right? Because she knows you're hurting. She knows you feel abandoned. Like these guys betrayed, put, betrayed you, yeah. And so uh, she's not going to say no unless you ask, right? So sit down and say, hey, what do we want this to look like? Take her on a nice dinner. How, how old are you? I am 40, 41 uh, in Perfect. two weeks. So ask yourself, what do you want to be doing when you're 61? And let's aim at that and then ask yourself, what has to be true for me to be doing that when I'm 61 and where do I want to be doing it? Because you followed the job to Sacramento. So you're in Sacramento by default, not by plan. So you have an opportunity here to reset and actually plan where you want to be. It's a tail wagging the dog. a little Not bit. where they drag you to. There you go. You don't have to corporate gypsy. You can get to pick. I pick ta-da, wherever I want to live. And you may want to go someplace, you know, I don't know. But and they may sit down and say, you know, it'd be awesome to go have an adventure in Denver. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. You may circle back to that, but I wouldn't pick it when it's your only option on the table. I would put like five other options on the table and make that Denver deal rise to the top. Mm-hmm. I might also ask Denver Bubba to uh, cover my base for a while. If he, oh, you're easy, you're easily the best salesman that I've ever seen. Well, then you got to, you know, it's an eighty base and. Uh, you know, I got to earn through that. It's a draw. I got to earn through yeah. it. Uh, you know, put your money where your mouth is if you think I'm such a stud. And I need I need a, some help getting here too. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. Well, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. that that's I, I want some more options. I don't want you to take eight weeks over analyzing this. I want you to take eight days, mm. and I want you to go on 
five job interviews by Zoom or otherwise. I want you out there poking around, finding what is out there. Nick, you're probably going to be surprised in this current environment where there is a labor shortage that you are worth more than you are being paid at the other place, and they did you a favor. That's why when you said, I got laid off, I said, awesome. It probably means an awesome new adventure and more pay if you'll mess with this just a little bit. Hang on. We're going to see you Ken Coleman's uh, Get Clear Assessment for free in his new book, number one bestseller, Paycheck to Purpose. All of that you definitely need to read in the next 24, 48 hours. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here, 888-825-5225. John, these questions for humans cards are an unbelievable blockbuster hit. We can't keep them in the store. It's wild, huh? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So here's the thing, man. You have those moments when you're sitting next to somebody and you feel a thousand miles apart from them. I used to think that was a character issue or you weren't a good dad or a good... Now I just realized we've just grown up in a generation we don't have those skills. And some of y'all are feeling that you're a thousand miles away from people that you care about right now. So we got to put down our phones. We've substituted for deep God's and, sakes, and put me- down our phones. <laughs> meaningful conversations for Netflix and scrolling. You deserve better relationships. And that means having better conversations. And that's why we created Questions for Humans. These are conversation starters that will help you disconnect from your screens and actually connect and have fun with people you care about. There's a deck for everyone. Dating, couples, girls night. By the way, we got some extraordinary, brilliant women to do girls' night. It's not just me and my buddies sitting in a room thinking this would be hilarious. Guys' night, parents and kids, friends editions, and more. They've been flying off the shelves, and all these will get you spending time laughing together, learning something unexpected. Pick up one, two, or all of our questions for human starters and have fun together. You can go to RamseySolutions.com slash humans. It's possible that there is no human harder to talk to than a teenage child. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. <laughs> so having a having a deck of cards that you just pull one out and you ask a question, and before you know it, everybody's laughing and telling stories and uh, admitting to things they shouldn't and everything else. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. And what's been fun is I when these cards were first coming out, I would test them on my own kids. And my son was finishing fifth grade, entering into sixth grade, and now he's almost through seventh grade, and his answers to the same questions are different now. Uh-huh. And it's been fun. It's been cool. And uh, we, we're, they're, they're, all, they're growing with us. And so, anyway, I'll, I'm loving it. Yeah. I use them in my house is, all I, is, is the best uh, advertisement I could give for them. Yeah, and we can't keep them. I mean, we order them, and they just go out of here like crazy. So, RamseySolutions.com slash humans. Questions for humans cards in the store at RamseySolutions.com. Be sure and check them out. Tina's in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Tina. How are you? 
Hi, guys. Appreciate your show. I'm good. Thanks. Um, my my question is around um, using a HELOC to put 20% down on a new home. Nope. And then selling the current home right after closing on the new home. Oh, that home. I got confused. Okay. Yeah. So you're going Sorry. to close so, on you're going to close on another property before yours closes. I I would like to. So um, that's pretty dangerous. I, I just yeah. Okay. What happens if it doesn't close? You got two house payments, and you know what Correct. you become after that? We call them a motivated seller who sells their house cheap because mm-hmm. they get stuck. Mm-hmm. Three times that happened to me. Whoa! You didn't uh, learn after the first one. No, no, no. Three times. I have gone to closing, or within a week of closing, the deal has fallen through. Oh. When I'm trying to sell a property. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. And Yeah, um, we're going to close yeah, on I the did... second one after the first one closes. Mm-hmm. Then we use cash. Yeah, I just did that. I just did that. I am in my second real estate property now. Um, and when I fo- sold the first home to get into this new home that I live in now, um, it was really stressful for me to not have anywhere to live, like in the interim. I happened to just... You know what's more close. stressful? Two house payments. Yeah, two mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, okay. how long yeah, of a gap are you talking here? Um, I mean, I would immediately, like when I would close, I would put the, you know, the original home up for sale. I guess my idea of doing it that way is because, you know, I um, this closing on this new... This is the sale that I did just now. It was really stressful for me. The move I was, I need to find a home. Where am I going to live? Um, you know, and I would have preferred to be able to secure a home for me first. Um, so take you know, a, so then, write a contract on the other, on the property you're purchasing contingent on the sale of yours and set the closings okay. up on the same day. But if yours yeah. doesn't, if your current house doesn't close, you don't close on the new one because you're going to end up with two house payments in a market that has slowed down with higher interest rates. And, uh, you're going to be calling me two years from now going, I've done the dumbest thing. I got two house payments. It's killing me. Can you help me, Dave? Okay. And then aside from that, so what if I could take out a HELOC enough to pay for a, a home cash? Um, because I have quite a bit of, well, enough equity um, in my current home. I, listen, here, here's what, Tina, you, just, <laughs> you, you be you, okay? You go be you. That's what you need to Don't do. Don't take out a HELOC ever, ever. Period. Ever. Sell your stinking house and move and quit talking to me about stress. You're trading one kind of stress for another because you don't perceive the risk that after 30 years of doing what I do, I've seen people step in it up to their knees, and I'm begging you not to do that. I'm begging you. All right. Trevor's up. Trevor's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Hey, Mr. Ramsey. I'm doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So I'm on baby step one, and there's some maintenance, some urgent, some petty that needs to be done on my wife and I's car. Petty. Could I go ahead? Yeah, What's petty? petty? Just small stuff. Uh, just small stuff what? like a filter, a uh, cabin filter, and an engine air filter. Just kind of small stuff. It's like thirty and bucks. Blades. Yeah, so that's that's my question. That goes is, in your budget. Just go that just goes in your budget. That goes in your budget. Okay. And an air filter is gotcha. not petty. 
It's one of those things that your engines need to to, to run. Yeah, but it's 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 a petty amount of money. Uh, gotcha. There you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't know. The cabin yeah. air filters are a couple of million dollars these days. Yeah, I'm thinking not. But yeah, yeah. I would um, not. Yeah. But like the you uh, gotta you have you know you're gonna change while you're doing baby step one two and three and you're living on a tight budget you're probably going to change your oil and buy gas for the car mm-hmm. and you're probably going to put a filter in it so that's all just part of your budget though it doesn't really interrupt it uh, other than it slows down the amount of extra cash you have to throw at debt anything you spend on obviously can't go towards the debt but you have to buy food you have to pay the electricity i mean you have to keep the car operating and so some basic stuff like that's fine but yeah, uh, you know, I want to do a petty home remodel. I want to paint three rooms. No, you wait on the room. You wait on painting your rooms until you get out of debt. Or I want to, I want to jack my car up or get new shocks or something. Hang in there. Yeah, I want I want new wheels. No, your spinners will wait. Or like James, he put a special thing muffler on his car, so it's Did really, really loud. But no, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes a loud noise when he drives down the road. Oh, mine just came that way from the factory. <laughs> Uh, it says redneck on the. We can sticker. hear you coming, man. It says redneck on the window sticker, but there you go. If somebody in the parking lot says, "Hey, is Dave here?" Everyone just gets real quiet. Yeah, we, there we it is, right you. there. Yeah, the new Raptor has got a great voice. It really does. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Doctor John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. John, um, let's talk through for in, in the one minute we got we're going into the break the. What causes someone, from a psychological perspective, to have a stressed-out situation like the lady a few minutes ago uh, on the double move thing? She didn't want to move. She had a stressful move, and she's trading that for another kind of stress and ignoring the risk. Her body put a a GPS pin in the distress she had last time and said, let's never do this again. And at any cost. At any cost. And so it's the stress she knows, stress she remembers. The devil I know. And then there's this other amorphous thing that eh, probably won't happen, except you and I wouldn't have a job if it didn't happen all the time. And so it's, it's, it's why people go gamble and they gamble and they gamble and they gamble. They've been broke, so they don't want to be that, but because they, one time, one time it hit. Yep. Yeah. That, that time, God, Sharon put a quarter when we were like 20 something years old, we were on this little horrible cruise line, put a quarter in a slot machine and won like 130 bucks in quarters. They were going everywhere. <laughs> She put $600 in those machines before we got off that boat. Trying trying to do it again. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's 25 or 28 years ago, and I've never let her forget it. And it works in the reverse with pain, right? So just don't do it, man. Just don't do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Todd and Rebecca are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Doing great. How are you? Better than we deserve. Where do you guys live? We live in the panhandle of Nebraska, known as Scott's Bluff. All right. Welcome to Nashville. That's a bit of a haul down here. Yeah, 1,200 miles one way. Wow. Amazing. Well, welcome. How much debt have you guys paid off? paid off sixty two thousand dollars in 13 months wow and your range of income during that year we started off at uh, 101,000 and towards the end we finished at 125 good for you what do you guys do for a living i'm an elementary teacher awesome what what grade do you teach fifth all right 
and I'm a <laughs> I'm all kinds of things, but I am a maintenance supervisor in a small uh, school district south of Scotts Bluff. Ah, okay. And start hitting on one of the teachers, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well she, played, Todd. Well she's, played. she's the reason why we moved out there. We're originally from Wyoming, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was underhand pitch, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. What kind of debt was the 62000 Well, we were pretty normal, Dave. Uh, we had car loan, student loan, credit card, medical debt. I mean, we had just about everything you could have. Absolutely. How long y'all been married? Five years now. Okay, sure. You lose track after. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> you all looked at each other like this I much don't fun. Know. This much fun. How, how, the uh, so after about three years of marriage, you look up and say something's got to change. How'd you get on this Ramsey stuff? Oh boy. <laughs> well, it's it's oh, kind of boy. a funny story, Dave. I hope you don't get offended by it. <laughs> I'm very seldom offended. Um, you uh, you came across the radio station there in town, and uh, your commercial said you know getting. Getting money on on credit is bad and debit's good, you know. And I thought, man, what is this southern man gonna tell this midwestern man how to spend his money? And sure enough, I was out there working in the bus barn on Friday night, six o'clock, trying to get work done. And uh, I started saying, well, you can get out debt, you can get out debt. And just like uh, Beetlejuice, you just kind of started appearing all over the place. I mean, it was nuts. The next day, my dad comes up to me and and he goes, "You know what that crazy Dave Ramsey man wants you to do? He wants you to make it. He wants you to take your bank account down to a thousand dollars." I thought, "Oh man, that is way yeah. too crazy for me." Two days later, I looked it up, found FPU, came home to my wife, and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks on or whatever it is on this class to get us out of debt." And uh, long story short, I ended up having. Uh, 10-hour round trip down to Kansas to pick up some equipment for the school and I listened to every single video of FPU there and back and I came home that night ready to go I was Uh I was all in man Rebecca he didn't take you on the ride. He did not. (laughs) Nope. I I could see this coming a mile away. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, we. You're that guy, aren't you? Yeah, that's how it works. I guess. <laughs> he brought home so Tupperware. Rebecca. He brought home Avon, and now he's got Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you say, Rebecca? Your nut, your nutty husband. I was a little concerned about him yeah. at first. Um, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I had no idea about anything that he was talking about, and so when he bought it and said let's watch this together I said oh an activity to do together that's wonderful and I started watching it and to be very honest with you Dave I was not into it at first I was very scared to take that risk Mm. because I always wanted a safety blanket sure but I stuck with it Mm -hmm. I trusted my husband and the things that he was doing the research Mm -hmm. he was doing and it definitely paid off in the end Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys leaned into it together, but it, it was a, a little, little weird start there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. She had to pick between two nutty guys, and she went with that one. Yeah. Well right. done. Well <laughs> Good done. Choice. Thank you. Good <laughs> choice. Good choice. <laughs> you know, we, how's it feel to be free? Oh, it, it's, a, it's fantastic. It's life-changing. I, I can't imagine anything better for our family. Um, the, this is the life I wanted to live for a long time. I came from a family that never believed in debt but had a hard time getting out of debt you know and uh now that we're here i never going back again you you guys live in a part of the country that 
I mean, it, it the, the whole farming cycle is 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 all debt. So everybody you live with and work with live in yeah. this thing. Yep, yeah, we are surrounded by debt. I mean, when you got a three hundred thousand dollar tractor and somebody that's making thirty five thousand a year, right? I mean, that's that's what we're surrounded by. And a lien on your thousand dollar, I mean, thousand acre property. I mean, that's a. I mean, your neighbors can't breathe, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. It, it's kind of heartbreaking when you look at mm-hmm. all the poor guys around mm-hmm. us that are trying to supply us food and. They're just straddled with all these loans, you know. Yeah. They're struggling. It's hard. They feed the world. Exactly. But they're but they're, right. they're amazing farmers. Yeah. 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 And they work like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to go, you two. All right. Now that you did it, what are the keys out there to pay off sixty two thousand in thirteen months? What do you what do you do to get out of debt? For me, it's discipline and perseverance. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to do the hard things to mm-hmm. get the return in the end. Mm-hmm. I had to be very disciplined with my budget. Mm-hmm. I had to, oh, I have a little bit of money here. I can move it over here and, and go get my nails done. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, as you can see, my nails aren't done. So. <laughs> Me and Dave were just talking about that before. Yeah, we're going, we got <laughs> our, nails, our nails are looking rough. Deloney, Deloney, it's been a while for him. Well, yeah. if you have it in your budget, then <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's not it. easy but it's it's worth it in the end yeah, the, the yeah. discipline the perseverance yeah. and because yeah. of the decisions we made yeah if you live like no one else later you can live and give like no one else there's yeah. a price to be paid to win exactly oh, yeah. yeah well yeah, we yeah. we had a couple prices to pay i mean three weeks after i took fpu i went home and sold my gto my race Ooh. car four months later i came home again i told my wife look if we want this to go faster we're gonna have to get rid of the srt8 jeep for an Impala, yeah, that was a hard blow to the ego. Wow. Then you blow. knew he was serious, huh, Rebecca? <laughs> I did. I what did. did that, what did the GTO sell for? Uh, we ended up selling it for about thirty-nine thousand. Goodness gracious! Yeah. yeah, it was one of only seven hundred in the world, so yeah. it was really hard to get rid of. But yeah. um, you chose your family's future. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I figured. You know what? When I'm out of debt, I can go get whatever car I want, drive whatever I want, and do whatever I want. So yeah. So let me just help you people out there in America. If a guy sells his thirty-nine thousand dollars GTO for the good of his family's future, he's what's known as a man, <laughs> not a boy. <laughs> that, that's very manly. Thank Pretty you. impressive. Thank you. Pretty impressive, dude. I'm so proud of you. So cool to meet you guys. You're amazing. Yeah, you oh, too. Thank you. Very, very well done. We and try. You, you brought the kid. <laughs> you brought the kiddo with you. Uh, and let's bring the kid, child up. Age and name and all that stuff. Give us an introduction here. Yeah, this is uh, Malia May. She's two years old. All right, Malia oh. May. Very good. Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give bundle for you, which is the number one bestseller. The Baby Steps Millionaire's book on your next step, where you'll be a millionaire. And then, of course, Total Money Makeover book, which you guys are plugged into, and the Financial Peace University you plugged into. So you can give some of these things. You can live with some of these things. They're gifts for you to say, thanks for coming down here. Very, very cool. Very well done. I'm so proud of y'all. Thank you. Thank Good you. work. Thank Good you. work. You are heroes. And people that make decisions like that, selling that car, that's that was not an easy call, man. <laughs> that, that's pretty serious right there. That's that's impressive. Very impressive. All right, Todd, Rebecca, and Malia from Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. Sixty two thousand paid off in thirteen months, make it one hundred one to one twenty five. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. You ready, Malia? Three, two, one. We're, We're debt free. Yeah. 
Wow! All right! That's amazing. You know, first time I ever saw that was many decades ago. I was sitting in a small group in Financial Peace University. I was leading the group, and this old boy from Kentucky came in, and his he was a big old guy like that guy. His wife was a tiny little thing. Tears started running down her face, and she said, I've never felt as loved by my husband in our 10 years of marriage as I do right now. And I said, what? He sold this unbelievable knife collection he had for $10,000 to get his family out of debt. And it was one of his most prized possessions. And he put his family ahead of that. Of stuff. And boy, she felt loved. Wow. It was pretty impressive. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. If you're a new listener, and we know there's a bunch of you based on our ratings and rankings out there, and you don't know what we're talking about half the time around here, if you want to learn about uh, the inside talk, like baby steps and debt snowballs and all that kind of stuff, hit RamseySolutions.com. Click on the Get Started button. It's a free process. We'll help you identify where you are and what your next best steps are, and you can join in this whole conversation. Get Started free service at RamseySolutions.com. Ray is in Boston. Hi, Ray. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Ray. Uh, 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 hey, Dave. Thank you so much for having me on. How's it going today? Better than we deserve, sir. How can we help? Yeah, so I'm wondering, um, yeah, so I've been listening to you for a, uh, um, for a few months now. I was just wondering if it, if it was a smart idea to, uh, to dip into my savings to pay out all the debt I want, just, you know, rip the Band-Aid right off. Generally, yes. Why would you not do that? Just because, uh, you know, um, in, in, in industry I, I'm in right now is going through a lot of layoffs. So I'm just weary of just like, you know, should I um, just get rid of all my, you know, get rid of a big portion of my savings? What if I get laid off in like two months or something? What industry are you in? Uh, tech. What do you do? I'm a data, uh, software slash data engineer. You can get a job in 20 seconds. Yeah, but uh, if big, yeah, t- if big uh, tech lays you off, that's what's known as a blessing. And there's people hiring. Yeah. I mean, I got I could hire ten data engineers this moment. I, I got I, I got we got job postings right now, and I'm not the only one. There's a short man. You you you're sitting in the catbird seat. You can get a job in thirty seconds if you're any good. Are you good? Yeah, of course. Okay. There's that Boston. And humble. Yeah. yeah and so there's yeah. that Boston. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why. yeah, you're fine. No. I mean, that's, unless, that's have they announced that your particular job is going to be alleviated in the next six weeks? No. No. They no. Then quit whining yeah, so and worrying about what might happen and go live your life. Yeah. So my question is, so I, I'm so actually have a, tw- um, yeah, so I make about a, a 135 a year, but and I have a 20% bonus coming up. Should I just take that bonus and just. Yeah, you also have you also have money in savings. Yeah, but I have about eighty five thousand saved up. Okay, and so um, how much is your bonus? Uh, bonus is about um, after taxes. I'm not sure, but it's about twenty five percent of my twenty uh, percent of my entire salary. Okay, so about another twenty five grand or thirty grand. Yeah. On top of eighty five, yeah. am I getting this right? So you got like one hundred twenty five thousand yeah. dollars cash laying around. How much debt have you got? I got I got about twenty three thousand. Oh, good Ray, lord. What? It's a shame about Ray. Poor Ray. Pay it off. Poor Ray. He's only got 100000 left over after he paid off his debt. How's he going to make it? I don't know how he's going to make it. He's going to starve. Raymond, be pay homeless. off your debts today. Ray. Do you hear what you just said? <laughs> yeah, I, 
I don't know. I'm just very sort of like, I, like, I, like, like all the layoff news. Uh, okay, back. listen, I, you're using your I'm emotions to make financial decisions. Yeah. Because your math sucks. You have $125,000 and $25,000 in debt. And so after you pay off all your debt and you're 100% debt free, this is not even a question you should have to ask. Yeah. So you're living up in the worry zone. Dale Carnegie, one of the great minds of uh, another century, said that 80% of what we worry about never occurs. And the percentage of the 20% that we worry about, we don't have any control over anyway. So quit spending all your energy and burning calories worrying. You spend a lot of time fretting. It's good to get out a piece of paper and just do the facts of your friends exercise. If you pay this debt off, you have no bills. You have 80% of an annual income. So you got, what, 10 months of, of pay in cash. You're fine. Too much. You're good. And cash. Still. Wow. Yes. Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff is in Atlanta. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, good afternoon, Dave. Good afternoon, John. Um, my question is a, is a little bit different than the prior prior caller. I'm looking to make sure I'm not being so detached and only looking at the numbers. Um, the opposite end. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I see what you're saying, Jeff. Okay, no, that's okay. You can so, do you can do either one. We'll just we'll just we'll just tell you the truth either way. So what's up? How can we help? That that's what I'm I'm good with. So a couple of years ago, I went through a, a divorce, and I've got three kids caught in the middle. Mm. Uh, I wound up getting remarried last year, but my ex-wife moved about an hour away. So we went back to the court system. The court system ultimately decided that even though I retained the marital home so that the kids could stay in their schools, that there's no reason why she's not allowed to leave. Um, so there for a while we were doing 50, 50 and I'm, take me about an hour and a half to get the kids to school in the morning and then another hour to get home. Ultimately, this is not sustainable. It's not good for the kids to be in the car that long. Not good so for anybody. Is, yeah. My my financial question is, do I sell my home that I have at a 3% rate and buy something on that side of town so I can see my kids more, even though it's going to increase my monthly expenses after the court cases my where's your where's your work i work from home oh okay what about your new spouse are you married remarried i am i am remarried uh she would then have you know she 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 works 10 minutes down the road now so if we move she'll be commuting an hour to work but so it's kind of i don't i don't know what to do because basically if i sold this house about halfway in between yeah halfway in between Here's the deal. Ask yourself right. this question. What's the percentage rate your kids are worth? Well, my kids are worth, worth anything. anything. Yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. So, so does it matter so that the interest the, rates are 6%? It's, it's, I don't care what the interest rate doesn't is. doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to be around my kids. And it doesn't, it doesn't even matter financially. Right. Mathematically, it's not that big a deal. But what you because well, here's the thing. You're not going to prosper financially, maritally, or as a dad in, in a situation that's not sustainable. And so when you get yourself in a place that's sustainable, you'll make more money. You'll have a better quality life. And so landing 30, drop a GPS pin 30 minutes between each two of these things. So 30 minutes to the kid, 30 minutes for your new wife to work. And uh, we got a pretty decent life now. Uh, That's not that unusual commute. Crap, in Atlanta, that's a short commute. (laughs) That's my my commute to the office every day. And I'll tell you this. She would have to be a very special human being. 
to be 10 minutes from our house, have this new life, and then suddenly have to commute an hour for what will the, the quiet voice in her mind will be for somebody else's kids. That's going to be tough long term. So keep that. What Dave said, it's really important to sustainability, sustainability. Yeah, the relational sustainability, right. the physical sustainability, that commute is just uh, overwhelming. So, yeah, I'm probably moving closer to them. I don't know exactly what that looks like in your situation, but we're moving that direction uh, to where we can do this. And here's the thing, too. Um, I don't know how I didn't ask how old these kids are. But I'll bet you in 10 years, most of this problem's gone. Right. And that's when, when parents get divorced and they are asking questions about their kids, I always tell them, you just switched from an annual game to a decade game. You're playing a long connection. You want your kids to be able to look back and say, that guy, my dad never stopped pursuing me. My mom never, I don't care what the court said. I don't care. We have a crazy parent. I've got a box full of letters under my bed that my dad wrote me every single week. Yeah. My dad always, he sold his house and moved out to long, see me. You're playing long game. Playing long game. Yeah, it's all long game. It's a, ten, it's a ten year, ten year and, game. Now. And also, I mean, you know, like stuff like child support right. and stuff like, you know, your need to be physically present in their life on a quasi-daily basis. As much basis. as you can, yeah. It, it, when they're 18, you don't even have that option because they leave. They're gone. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, most of the time, yeah. they, or they should. And so, yeah, <laughs> there's that. So, yeah, that's – um, yeah, you, you know you've got to do that. And, and you're not being cold and detached. You're just trying to be wise. This is There's so many things pulling at you, Jeff. I mean, you've got a new wife that you want to honor and serve. You, you've got this um, – an ex-wife that bailed on the on the agreement y'all made. Yeah, and the court that went along with it. And you got you need to try to do your job and eat. She's the new wife's got to do her job. I mean, there's so many things pulling at you here, and you were not a single part of your question was selfish. Nope, good it was, guy. It was all duty and service, which means you're a great guy. Yeah, so you're you're right on track, and you're not being cold or calculated. It's not an interest rate thing. Do make the move. It'll be worth it. You'll probably make it up in gas savings. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.